Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Empower Radio. My name is Bianca Scalise. I created this podcast because I used to struggle a lot, and I struggled in silence for years with just feeling really horrible in my own skin, feeling horrible in my body, not knowing how to change um, my body in the way that I wanted to. And I went through a lot of stupid diets, a lot of those crash diets, a lot of uh, restricting things, not eating carbs, all the horrible stuff. And I ended up with a really shitty relationship to food um, and without the results that I wanted. I might see a little difference um, in my body for a month or two, but inevitably I would go back to you know overeating and feeling guilt and shame and then not even you know getting to keep the physical results. So with all that being said, I have uh, gone on a journey and I've also been able to help hundreds of women to go on their journey to restoring their relationship to food, being able to eat the eat the stuff that they enjoy and love and also learn more about nutrition and how to support our body and support our goals for the long term. Um, so the reason I make this podcast is to give you the insights from nutrition, strength training, um, lifestyle factors that are going to help you to get what you want out of your results and your training program and your nutrition protocol. So uh, what I aim to do is give you all of those components and puzzle pieces in a way that are really actionable and digestible and that you can actually use. <laughs> so when you listen to one of these podcast episodes, please know that my goal is always to um, to give you practical information that you can actually take with you. So diving into today's topic, my beautiful, beautiful friend is a really special one today, and that is how to grow your glutes. If you don't want to grow your booty, if you don't want to grow your badonkadonk, if you don't want to have a body that is too bootylicious for you, babe, if you do not want to add mass to that ass, if you don't want to create that honky-tonk badonkadonk, this is not your, <laughs> this is not your podcast. So see ya. Um, but those that are still in the room are like me and you like having a voluptuous, butt. um, you like building that. And it, what's fun about it is that you didn't, you don't need to be born with a voluptuous booty to build one. You know, it, it might come easier for some people than it does for others. And, um, it might take more time for some than it does for others, but everybody can, can build muscle in that area. Um, just takes time. So time and the, the correct protocol and consistency. So today we're going to talk about how to grow a butt, baby, how to grow a butt. And uh, the first thing that we need to understand is what is the butt, <laughs> right? What are the glutes? And so the group, the glutes are a group of muscles and the group of muscles are underneath a layer of fat. We cannot increase our fat in one area and decrease our fat in another area. Spot reducing fat is not a thing. So if you're planning on losing weight, right, losing 10, 20, 30 pounds, muscle is going to come along with that. We need the proper plan and strategy so that you don't lose your muscle while you lose your fat. Um, so if you need help with that, you can always reach out to us and let us know. But Nutrition is going to be very important here, and I'll talk about that later. First, I want us to create an understanding of what the glutes are so we know activation-wise and intellectually how to work them. So when it comes to having a butt that is functional and also healthy and going to you know help us and not hurt us, we want it to be made out of muscle, right? 
fat is going to come and go, um, especially if you're going through fat loss phases, if you want to see your waist cinching in, if you want to see fat loss generally in your entire body, the fat is going to come off of your glutes. So we need to build something that lasts and that is muscle. All right. So when we're talking about the glutes, we're really talking about a group of three muscles. There's going to be the gluteus maximus or the glute max, the gluteus medius or the glute med. And then the gluteus minimus or the glute min. So we're just like abbreviating those to say them more efficiently. Glute max is going to be the big meaty muscle that if you took your finger and you poked, like say one of your butt cheeks is a, is a circle, it's a bullseye. You would go right to the bullseye to the middle of the circle and you're going to be poking gluteus maximus. So gluteus maximus is a big meaty muscle that is a prime movement muscle. So this one, it has a lot of potential, baby. We can get a lot out of glute max. The next that we would target is gluteus medius, which is also very important in creating this uh, round uh, rumpus, this booty that we are looking to create. So the gluteus medius is also important. The gluteus minimus is is uh, deep, and so it's under those other two muscles. Um, so we're not really concerned about the gluteus minimus, okay? But the two that we're working on are glute max and glute med. All right. So now that you know more about the butt than most people, let's talk about how to grow it. So we know that in order to grow a muscle, we must challenge it. Muscle growth 101, the stimulus that we put the muscle under needs to be great enough or challenging enough to elicit an adaptation. So what that means is, you know, if you've hip thrusted 20 pounds before, the next time you hip thrust, we're either going to need to control the reps more, go up in weight or add more reps uh, to that because we need to get the body to say, oh, she's never exactly asked us to do this before. So we need to elicit an adaptation. And that adaptation is often going to be to lay more muscle down, which is what we want. So how do we challenge the glutes? We do exercises that activate it. We do exercises that activate the glute max, activate the glute med and require it to push heavier weight over time. We have to focus on growth specifically when we're talking about the glutes. So there's a lot of different styles of training. There is endurance training, there is strength training, and then there's what we call hypertrophy training. So hypertrophy is the process of laying down more muscle. It's the process of building muscle. So when we're working the glutes, we're working in hypertrophy, in a hypertrophy uh, programming style with hypertrophy rep ranges. Um, so to focus on growth on a specific muscle, we need to know what the muscle does so we can choose the right exercises. So let's break down a little bit of what the muscle does so we know how to work it. Gluteus maximus, glute max, that big meaty booty muscle extends the hips forward. Okay. So you can think about going from sitting down and you're kind of in this L shape with your hips to standing up and you are in a straight line with your hips. That makes sense. So it helps us to extend our hips forward. It's actually the primary muscle on our body that's responsible for extending the hips forward. So going from bent hip to straight hip, or you can think of, um, kind of that L shape in the hip to straight standing up. So to focus on 
the specific muscle of glute max, we would have to do exercises that take us from what's called hip flexion. And all you need to know about hip flexion is that it is when the angle of the hips closes. So you can think just like sitting down. If you're sitting down right now, you're in hip flexion because the angle of your hips is more in kind of that L position. So if you look at uh, YouTube, I'll probably have some graphics and you can see my hands right now. So if you are in hip flexion and you're sitting down, then this is your torso up here. This is, these are your legs and your hips are like my wrists right now. They're connecting there at that joint. You go from sitting down and then you stand up, right? And when you stand up, the angle of your hips has to open so that your feet can be down here and your head can be up here, right? So we go from the L to straight. Another way to look at that is when you go from a squatting position to standing up. So the bottom of the squat is hip flexion. The top of the squat is hip extension. Another way to look at that is when you are doing a hip thrust. The Is the top of the rep, quiz for you, is the top of the rep hip flexion or hip extension? The top of the rep, meaning your hips are up in line with your shoulders and your knees. That would be hip extension, right? Because our torso is in a straight line with our femurs. So when our torso is running in a straight line with our thigh bone, that is going to be hip extension. When our torso is running perpendicular to our thigh bone, that is going to be hip flexion. So the L, think of hip flexion, straight line, think hip extension. And you can start to notice that pattern in a bunch of different exercises. So let's talk about gluteus medius really quick, and then we'll talk more about specific exercises. So when it comes to focusing um, hypertrophy or um, laying down more muscle, in the gluteus medius, the gluteus medius, what does it do for us in our body anatomically? It abducts our legs. The process of opening our legs out to the sides is abduction, hip abduction. So a really easy way to think of this is the hip um, abductor machine. When they're on that abduction machine, they go from their legs closed to their legs open, their legs closed to their legs open. So when we're pushing out, that's abduction, not when we're pulling in, when we're pushing out, that is hip abduction. Okay. So this is like, you know, a lot now when it comes to what the glutes function, uh, functionality is what they do in our body. And therefore, when you know what they do, you know how to activate them, which is why we're going over this. Let's talk about top exercises for glute growth. So this is basically like a cheat sheet here. Top exercises for glute growth. First one, hip thrust. <laughs> hip thrust is king of glute growth or queen of glute growth, I suppose, since we're uh, ladies here. Hip thrust is such an awesome exercise because of the way it loads up the glutes. Unparalleled, awesome exercise. It's an exercise that tends to go straight to the glutes and not as quad heavy. There's nothing wrong with working the quads at the same time as the glutes. In fact, we never get true 100% that the, that the movement is only coming from the butt. We're going, we have to, our entire body is working when we're exercising in almost any way. Um, but the hip thrust is a really concentrated way to activate the glutes, particularly gluteus maximus. 
The next one that I love so much is the KAS hip thrust. This is the same as a hip thrust, but it's only the top of the range of motion. So instead of bringing the hips down so far and then bringing them back up in the KAS hip thrust, it's just kind of like 10 degrees of movement. It's sort of like pulsing at the top of the rep, kind of coming down just a few degrees and, and lifting back up instead of the, the regular hip thrust would be bringing the hips further down and coming up. So in the KAS, we don't go very far into hip flexion or breaking that line. Um, we just go maybe like five, 10 degrees and then come back up. So those two absolutely excellent, absolutely essentials for glute growth. The next is going to be the squat. You can do the squat in many different ways. And I'm actually going to do a post on this. I just recorded it today on my Instagram. If, if you want to check that out so you can see a visual, but there are different ways to execute a squat with different mechanics that make the squat more glute focused or more quad focused. And the difference between those two squats, one that is glute focused, where you're going to feel it more in your butt and one that is quad focused, where you're going to feel it more in the front of your thighs is if we are bending more at our hips or if we are bending more at our knees. So remember earlier, you learned the term hip flexion, which means that we're creating more of a closed angle in the hips. Well, there's also knee flexion, which means when you bend at your knees, right? That's really easy. Hip flexion, when you bend at your hips, knee flexion, when you bend at your knees. And when we bend, we're creating a closed angle. We're closing that angle. So in um, the squat, if we are closing the angle more at our hips at the bottom of the rep, that is going to be a more butt focused squat. If we're closing the angle, um, more at our knees, that's going to be a knee focused squat. Maybe I'll input some visuals here in the YouTube, um, video that you can see. Um, all right. So certain types of squats, typically the barbell back squats, uh, low bar squats are going to be favorable for the hips. Um, okay. Deadlift is also going to be really helpful for the glutes trap bar will typically allow you to add more weight. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that is okay. You might, if you have no idea what I'm talking about with, with the deadlift, first, you got to learn how to do the deadlift and you have to do it with dumbbells and slowly increase, but there's going to come a point when remember you always have to keep pushing forward. And if you get to the point where you need something like a barbell or something like this, the trap bar is really helpful for deadlifts. Uh, it's going to typically allow us to add more weight. So anyway, anywho, you can Google trap bar, um, and see what that looks like. And it's also typically really nice for people. Um, people can tend to, I don't know, I've, I've seen more injuries due to deadlifts than almost any other exercise. And the trap bar really, really helps to mitigate that. Um, anywho lunges, lunges are fabulous for the glutes. Again, there are going to be versions of lunges that are more helpful for the butt uh, activation and versions of lunges that are more helpful for quad activation, just like the squat, because we're bending at both the hip and the knee. It's a compound movement, right? If you've seen some of our past episodes on strength training, you know what a compound movement is, multiple joints. So with the lunge, um, a slight forward lean is going to be favorable for the glutes. Why is a slight forward lean going to be more favorable to the glutes? Because we are closing the hip angle. Yes, you are brilliant. Um, we're adding more hip flexion as we come down and we're bending more at the hips than we are at the knees. We're concentrating that movement there. 
Um, split squats, also incredible for the glutes. Again, slight forward lean here is going to help bias the um, activation to the glutes. Then a couple others are going to be glute cable kickbacks, fabulous exercise. You can do them in different variations. If you're kicking straight back, you might get more glute maximus because we're working on extension. If you kick back and out, we're hitting glute max and glute med. Since remember when you push your leg out, we are doing abduction, hip abduction, and that uh, is targeting more gluteus medius. Okay. And then the next one and last one I have listed for you here are um, hyperextensions. So there are uh, like the hip hyperextension machines in the gym. Basically, you, I'm not even going to describe this. You can type it into Google, but with words, it's probably not the most helpful. Um, so hyperextensions are really helpful. Again, you'll see the pattern of going from hip extension to hip flexion to hip extension to hip flexion. That is how we work our glutes. Okay. Now that you know what the hell the glutes are, what they do functionally and how to activate them, as well as main exercises that you'll want to do to be able to grow them, how many reps should we be doing? All right, let's take a breath. Maybe take a sip of water. This is a lot of information. It's a lot of chatting. Um, how many reps should we be doing? So remember earlier, we talked about the term hypertrophy and I just kind of glazed over it. So I'm going to talk just a moment about this now. Not all exercise is created equal. A person that is training to do as many reps as possible in their squat with like low weight is not working on the same goal as somebody that is doing minimal reps, like three or four or five, and trying to just get as strong as they can with less reps, right? These different styles of training are going to result in different results and different outcomes, for our purposes, we're talking about growing the muscle, not doing as many reps as we can, not doing one rep and being as strong as we can there, but you can blend training sometimes over the career, your lifting career. What we're talking about here is hypertrophy training. We're talking about growing the muscle or muscle hypertrophy. Those are interchangeable terms. For hypertrophy training, there is a hypertrophy rep range or a muscle growing rep range. And that is going to be between six and 12 reps per set to focus on growth. Okay. Six to 12 reps. So say for example, you're doing your hip thrust. Maybe you say, okay, I'm going to do 45 pounds for 10 to 12 reps and see where I can get there. And if you've seen, um, or heard our previous podcast on RPE or rate of perceived exertion, you know, how hard to push yourself. If you haven't listened to that episode, and you don't know how hard to push yourself, you need to go listen after this. Um, okay, so we talked about how many reps, but how many sets should we do, right? So you did your 10, are you done? No, we're not done. We need to rest and then do another set. So six to eight sets per muscle per session um, is typically a good way to go for hypertrophy. So I'm gonna give you an example of um, what I'm talking about here. So per muscle, right? We know that the glute max and the glute med are two different muscles. They're in the same muscle group, but we could hit them in slightly different ways, right? So for example, if we want to get six to eight sets per session, let's, let's go with eight. Let's say we're like overachievers and we want to go with eight sets per muscle per session. That means eight sets per muscle, which 
here we'll say the gluteus maximus per session. So we could do eight sets and we'll divide that by two. So we don't just have to do eight sets of hip thrusts. That would be really boring, right? <laughs> we could do four sets of hip thrusts and four sets of squats to hit our glute max. Or we could do four sets of deadlifts and four sets of KAS hip thrust. So together that equals eight sets to hit the gluteus maximus. Then maybe we could tack on four sets of um, hip abduction machine. So now we're hitting gluteus medius. And then maybe we could add four sets of um, kickbacks where we are not only kicking back, but we're kicking out. So that would be eight sets for gluteus medius and eight sets for gluteus maximus. Now, if you're hearing this and you're like, what the hell is she saying? Oh my God, I can't retain all this information. I have created a free, free four week glute, glute growth program for you. And it's in the description. So if you're looking at this and saying, oh my God, I'm going to have to recreate my own program. I don't even know how the hell to do that. Just click that and you've got a free uh, program. Okay. It has all the exercises, all the rest times, um, and, uh, all the, the sets and reps and everything. So that's done for you. Um, my gift to you on your glute growth journey, it's a really fun journey because the glutes are such a fabulous muscle that really is very, it can be very receptive and it can get very, they can get very strong. And that's, what's so exciting is seeing your hip thrust weight going up and up and up. Um, and you can, yeah, you can really get strong in those movements. So I'm really excited for you. And I've created that for you. You can just go to the description, click on it. Um, if you plug your email in, we'll send it instantly to your email. Um, and make sure to check your spam and promotions folder for that. Cause it'll probably end up there since it's an automated instant email. Okay. Last couple things here. How many sets per week should you be doing for glute growth? So we're doing, we know that, you know, we needed those eight sets per muscle per, um, workout, but that's one single workout, you know, what we're going to work out three or four times a week. Right. So we need around 12 to 24 sets per week. And this is going to depend on the person for a beginner. That's going to be on the lower end. You can get away with doing less because it's newer for you. So as an example, you could do eight sets of glute max exercises three times per week because eight times three is 24, right? And that's fits into the 12 to 24 weekly sets. So that'd be 24 glute max sets per week. And you could do the same thing with the gluteus medius. And maybe you're eating up this information and so excited, or maybe you're like, Bianca, just do the work for me, please. Uh, which I don't blame you. Pro programming and creating training programs that really work and help you over time is a skill. And um, that's why people, you know, go and do courses for it. Um, all right. So nutrition for glute growth. I promised I'd get back to this topic because it is so important and we're here. So nutrition for glute growth is, it is not optional. It is a must. Otherwise you're going to work really hard and not get results. You need the adequate amount of protein and the adequate amount of energy or calories to be able to have the resources to grow the muscle you want to. And this is where the women that starve themselves get it wrong and they continue to be skinny fat and they continue to downregulate their metabolism and dig themselves into a hole that they're going to have to later dig out of. The secret, my beautiful people, is to get excited about your strength training 
and get excited about eating more <laughs> and eating more of the things that are going to give you the nutrients, um, to see the results you want to in your body. So adequate amount of protein. Number one is so important when it comes to glute growth. It's not optional because your body needs to, once you do all that work and you break down the muscle, if your body doesn't have adequate protein, it can't create the muscle because muscle is only created through protein muscle protein synthesis, right? It's the only macronutrient that we can use to create muscle. We cannot create muscle out of fat. We cannot create muscle out of carbohydrates. And that's not to say that those two are bad. They're not, they serve their own purpose, but it's not creating muscle. That's what protein's for. If you're also looking to lean out, um, you'll need to go through different phases of nutrition. You'll need to go through a calorie deficit and a time to be at caloric maintenance and maybe at a surplus because when it comes, if, if muscle growth is your primary goal, then great. Let's go. Let's be at caloric maintenance or maybe eat above that. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to caloric maintenance deficit and surplus, listen to the new nutrition, um, phases podcast, because I broke all of this down. But, um, when muscle growth is your number one priority, we need to be eating in accordance with that when it comes to protein and energy. Um, and if you're like me and you have goals to like lean out, so see fat going down, you'll probably need to go through a phase of fat, uh, a fat loss phase, and then you'll need to go through a maintenance phase and maybe a surplus phase. Um, message me if you'd like more info on all of this part. Um, of course, if you want a customized training plan where we take you through these phases empower is here for you. That is, um, my coaching company. We have some absolutely incredibly fabulous coaches. So smart. Um, just an incredible team to be able to support you. But if you're doing this on your own girl, go get that free glute program that I've uh, created for you. You can download it, uh, straight from, um, where that link will take you to. You'll just plug in your email and then we'll email it over to you. And, uh, thanks for joining me today. This is a subject I really love. And if, you know, if anybody around you ever judges, it's the last thing I want to say to close out. If anybody judges you for wanting to build a bigger butt or get a leaner waist or whatever the hell you want to do with your body, please, my beautiful friend, tell them to F off really, truly, because your body is yours. Nobody comes into this life with a rule book. And I'm so tired of seeing women and, and I talk to women all the time that feel like, oh, you know, like it's not really about the physical and, but I also really want to do this. And that's cool. If you're all like, you know, it's not about the physical and that's a hundred percent true for you, then by all means, enjoy your life. But if you're like most people in the world, you want your physical body to feel great and look great. And you want to have a representation of how you feel on the inside on the outside because that feels right. Um, and it feels congruent. So anyway, I just want to give you permission to tell all those people that if there's anyone in your life, I mean, maybe this is just me, but if there's anyone in your life that judges you, whether that's on social media or close to you, absolutely tell them to F off. Maybe not, you know, to their face, but maybe in your own mind. Um, we need to have conviction around what we want for our lives. And that's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we feel authentic inside of ourselves. And, you know, it, maybe if you had conviction about something at certain part of your life and you did it and you, you went for it. Um, and maybe you learned, you know, it wasn't 
what you wanted, but then you have conviction about something else. That is how we give ourselves a chance to live this life authentically. And it reminds me of the story of the Buddha, not to get too, you know, esoteric or something, but you know, it was only once the Buddha fully went into all of these different things, uh, whether it was just having an insane amount of money or, you know, having all these uh, women at his disposal or just being massively entertained. It wasn't until he got sort of satiated with all those things and he went into them that he was like, oh, okay, there's something else. You know, I, I dabbled in all of this stuff. Now there's something else and there's something else and there's something else. And that allows us to move forward. But if we're always spinning uh, circling the drain, just spinning ourselves in, in circles because we're like, Oh, but should I want that? Should I not want that? Judging yourself for wanting it, feeling guilty for wanting it, man, like you're never going to be able to move forward because you're, you're doubting yourself so much and you're lacking the conviction to say, no, I want an ass. Like, and I want to work at that ass and (laughs) I want to, uh, you know, this is what I want. So there's so much power in just proclaiming what you want, being honest about it, upfront about it. Most importantly, though, being honest with yourself about it. Because it's when you, you're saying, oh, it's not really that, but I kind of would like it. No, 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 enough of that. I want it. I get it. I want it. I'm putting in the work. Um. Anyway, love you very much. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to be with me here on uh, how to grow your glutes. And if you have any questions as usual, put them in the comments or send me a message. Talk to you soon.